What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. This man sucks. So we were at uh, the party. The party. Last night. This is going to be a, a Black Bridge Brewery 8th anniversary party recap. Recap review. Uh, I hope... Everyone got home safe. I assume they did, and I hope everyone is nursing their hangovers. <laughs> so I had the you you recommended because you knew what kind of shit I like, kind of beer I like. You recommended yeah. the uh, triple hazy something or there. What the hell? There, I don't even. I think uh, Carrie wants to call it a uh, hazy train, which that works for me. Sure, it's a twelve percent hazy triple IPA, and it is delicious. It it I swear it almost tastes like orange juice. How much do you have uh, of that on uh, tap? Available? I'm not sure. I honestly don't know. And I know that there was some talk of letting it age to see what happens because it has such high alcohol. But it's okay. so good. There's also an Imperial Sour, uh, which is a 10% sour, which is not that sour, folks. So go down to Blackbridge and try that. Not to be too self-promotional uh, here, but you, so, y'all really should try it. We'll, but anyway. we'll talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. But So you had the, um, you had the uh, every year... Is it been every single year you've had these uh, promotional uh, growlers? Or no, not no. The first year was our. Hold on, one, two, six. Seven. Uh, yeah, the fourth, our fourth year, was the first year. Yeah. So you've had four or five now. Five this now. Is the, this is the this fifth is, one. This is the fifth one we made. So it's a. So you'll do the. How many did you make, or how many do you normally make of those? Not uh, ninety six is an order. Like that's the minimum order for them. Okay. To, because they're a screen print, so we just limit it to ninety six. That's kind of weird. That's not a hundred. Right. It's it's weird. I think I think it has to do with uh like a hundred of those won't fit on a pallet or in a proper amount of cases. So it has to be gotcha. a certain number how they package them yeah how i think that's what it is i i'm pretty sure that's what it is and so uh, this year is uh you described this year so it's a, it's a growler and they're they're metal always yeah they're na- yeah uh yes i think they have been. All, they have all been metal. for the ones yeah. you guys for are the doing. anniversary yeah, growlers yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yeah they've they've all been and metal. they're in are they double wall yeah double double wall stainless steel they're a nice piece of uh a piece of piece they're piece, just a nice, nice piece. It's a nice piece. Yeah, you got it. Not a trying nice, to be. You pulled down a nice to, piece, didn't you? I'm not. It's only ninety to. bucks. No, it's a, it is a nice. It's a. It's a. It's. It is really is kind of a conversation piece for a lot of people because um, almost everybody I've talked to that has bought one of those anniversary growlers because they're so much nicer than just your standard growler. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. They almost everybody I know that has purchased them has some story of where they get compliments on it wherever they go and get it filled and yeah. like other breweries are like holy shit that's really nice and they are they're they're just they're and there's some people who because I, I, I can I start asking people because I'm not a growler person so I haven't bought one of those yeah you're a, you're not a you're not a really a drink beer at home kind of person you're no. a you're a drink beer social yeah. person yeah. so uh but I was given one of those as a what was the occasion again? What they, I have no idea. Like the most, I don't know. Let's get one to Paul. Was like every year for a couple of years, you had the most uh, it, the, valued customer. And I'm going. I don't know. You're a customer. That, yeah, you were like customer of the month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for some reason. Because we went away from the customer of the month, like the big glass ones, those big ornate glass things. Right. Are, they're just cumbersome. They're really they look really cool on a shelf, but they're cumbersome as shit. So I do have one of those growlers, and it's stainless steel with a unique kind of. It looks lid. like a, it it's looks different. like a keg. It looks just like a keg. It's really kind of cool, yeah, and, and I, I got it in storage somewhere right here. I should have it out, but anyway, they are they are nice looking uh, pieces. And I was going to say that uh, you should describe. Are there any more? They're all gone, I assume. Uh, no, I think there's there like, like maybe twelve more? left. Okay, we didn't fully sell out yesterday, which I was kind of surprised. But 
I know that it was so. It's people got there you, it lined up before eight a.m. Is that true? Shit. I got there at about five minutes till seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, a.m. on a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and there were already people lined up just waiting. Which people? There's a group of hardcore, like you know, Blackbridge fans that just do that and done that every year that we've done this. Sure. And now it's gotten to a point. There's probably there was probably 15 people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had donuts and they were all sitting around drinking coffee, just bullshitting. And it reminded me of like a Star Wars premiere or something, <laughs> which leads me into my next thing. That I, next year, I'm going to pitch the idea like, all right, we're going to treat this just like a Star Wars premiere, and uh, we'll give you a uh, uh, 10% off if you dress up like somebody who works at Blackbridge. <laughs> like if you just like people do for Star Wars. Like you know, like a Star Wars premiere. I cosplay. see right now a lot of people are gonna be Lee. They're gonna uh, go for the <laughs> flat gonna put on a blonde long wig and a flat bill baseball hat. Yep. Yeah, blonde wig, flat bill ba- baseball hat and a fake tan and a bunch of really cool old hot rod tattoos. You're like, ah oh, shit, he get give him fifteen percent off. You have to start going to the gym and doing a lot of leg leg workouts. A lot right? of leg workouts. Lots yeah. and lots of leg workouts. Uh, so describe this year's uh, uh, growler. It's navy blue. Yeah, it's dark, w- dark blue. Dark yeah. blue, and then uh, has white uh, screen printing on it. The black bridge. It says eight years mm-hmm. on there. Each one of them has like our logo, but it has eight years on it. Mm-hmm. Which uh, we should have been talking about this last week to promote it, but that didn't happen. So we, not that we, yeah, we needed kind of to. Forgot about that. Yeah, know? not that we needed to because. But you can go get one. Sold, still sold, have a, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. You know? So what do you get for this? Let's talk to the people about. Yeah, it's, it's, nine, it's too late now, it's, but it's nine. <laughs> it's ninety dollars, which sounds like a lot for a piece of you know metal. But what that gets you is a free growler fill that day, okay, mm-hmm. of any beer you want, and then uh, half off growler fills for the entire year until next August, until the new growler comes out. Which so is a half, good deal. Hell yeah, because if, if you're a drink if, beer if at you're, home, if you're a regular it's a great growler, deal. yeah, absolutely. And there's some people that buy them. Chris Dale, last night he mentioned that he's like, yeah, I, I asked I, him. I, yeah, you asked he him. He's like, he's like, I, I, I didn't even use mine that I bought last the whole, year. I just, he just love likes him. the thing. He just so love it. There are those that are probably using the shit out of it and like, oh god, yeah. I wish you never bought one. Because, right. You know, and then there's some that just use them for decoration. Yep. They're pretty badass. I know it sounds like like some people that it just lost on them. They don't get it because they're not into craft beer or right. whatever, and that's fine. I suggested um, that. I said, look, those could be filled with cocaine. You could put cocaine in there. <laughs> the display then, models. I said, all those models, are there. they might be full of cocaine now. We're never going to. It's Schrodinger's cocaine. Schrodinger's cocaine. You don't know. Schrodinger's growler. You don't know if there's cocaine in it or not growler, until you yeah. open it. Yeah. Schrodinger's <laughs> growler. You're so ridiculous, Paul. Jesus. So, so don't break in there in the middle of the night just expecting to get cocaine out of those growlers. Don't go in there. Some mad, crazy people breaking there at three in the morning, try to get the cocaine out of those <laughs> displays. I can see people stealing those growlers. Sure, I like of all the things in there, like the that's like the probably one of the more valuable things that we have, other than beer. Yeah, which it's really tough to steal. Kind of heavy kegs of beer. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. There's but nothing, yeah, that's good. It's good to have a business that you don't really have a lot of stuff that people would steal. Right. And that's probably. Those aren't that valuable at this point. I mean, nice to suck if they were gone. I I would love to see. I, honestly, I would find it absolutely hilarious if somebody stole kegs of beer from Blackbridge, mm-hmm. and then, but they're the the style the with the um with the posts, mm-hmm. and they get home and they're like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to drink it? Because they don't. <laughs> you can't just go and buy that. Like you have to know how to set that up. Yeah, you already have to have. The proper connections. It's not like a, a standard keg of Sankey, beer thing. Sankey tap, like a pump tap. Yeah. 
most of those kegs are not set up that way. They're set up a completely different way. So, like, I remember giving Tim shit years ago. I'm like, how come you never lock the back, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, who's going to steal the fucking beer? And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's like $20,000 worth of inventory. He's like, yeah, but who's going to steal the keg of beer? The All the people that in, in, in this town that have that set up to drink beer out of those style of kegs already come to Blackbridge anyway. We know who they are, so right. they're not going to steal it. Right. And then some dipshit's going to steal and be like, oh, fuck. And they're never going to do that again. So I'm like, I, I, like right, those, I like those fair. pump style. Uh, what are those called again? The kind that you would pump up the, with the bigger kegs? Uh, Usually the bigger kegs. Okay, so it's the Sankey, S-A-N-K-E, is the style of fitting. Right. Okay. That's the one where you press down, twist, and then lock it down. Right. That's okay. what a that's a sankey. Right. So you can put what's called a picnic tap, and that has that's the the pump. Right. It has the pump, and it pumps ambient air, outside air, into the keg to pressurize it. Yeah, to pressurize it so that it comes out the so tube flows, and you can pour yeah. it. Right. Which is why those beers, if you don't kill that keg, you might as well throw away the beer because it's oxidized and it's gross. Yeah. It's not. It's only those are only good for an. Oh, afternoon I remember those the next morning. Those were like keg parties when you're in high school, kind yep. of thing. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of a social thing too because mm-hmm. you, you gathered around the tap and mm-hmm. hey man, you pump that up a little bit and cool and pour me a beer and absolutely it start conversations. That that was a big that was a social. So it's like a fun. high school water cooler. Exactly. Water cooler exactly conversation. Exactly what it is. Did you see last night's episode of Dynasty? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to put in the context of the late yeah, 70s, I early know, 80s. Be, uh, be like uh, Dallas. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch oh, Dallas? God damn it. Yeah. That so, reminds me. I'm uh, I'm rewatching a show I haven't seen in about 10 years called Freaks and Geeks. Okay. Do you remember that show? I remember the show. Dude, I never saw it. Watched I never it. watched it in broadcast yeah. for some reason, and I don't know why. I really wish I would have because – the careers that it, that Freaks and Geeks spawned is incredible, mm-hmm. including one of your favorite character actors. Um, oh, God damn it. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was on Silicon Valley. He was the, the Mike Hinman character. Very, very just like, oh, why don't you chortle my balls? Oh, that, that guy. Like he just kind of walks around kind of monotone, low. Very voice. much so. Yeah. And that guy, that oh. was his first his like first role. He was like, I think he's like 16. Mm-hmm. And and just like that, just total power nerd, but he's uh, his character is obsessed with Dallas. He's a latchkey <laughs> kid, like he doesn't know where his dad is, and his mom's like working two jobs. So they show like there's one each. They only made one season of Freaks and Geeks, and it was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Judd Apatow directed it and wrote it and all that, and it was based off of him and his friends. And uh, Jason Siegel's in it. Uh, uh, James Franco. Uh, uh, Seth Rogen, all these guys are all on the show, and okay. they're all main characters. But the one dude is obsessed with Dallas. That's funny because he doesn't. He just he, he watched like I watched. Uh, he said, "Oh, I watched like two episodes with my mom, and my mom got another job, so then I just kept watching it because she can't be dude, around." Dude, that to watch fucking it. show. There was, there was a local pub in Germany when I was there in the early '80s, and called the Beer Stiefel, the Beer Boot, and uh, and 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 they had these TVs, one or two TVs in the corner, and all that. They'd be sitting there watching Dallas, and so there I am. I'm the American guy working at this little pub, and they they always thought that everybody. We talked about this before. That everybody the, was a rancher and in, in the oil business in America. And I went, <laughs> No, I'm not. I don't even know. Nope. Even not, I even lived in the Dallas area, and I everybody in America must be rich because they all have lives like this. I went, No, no that is not true. No, no. <laughs> well, you know what? But we have the same perception 
of of Germans that they're all engineers and precise and have no sense of humor and or all they do is drink. wearing dirndls. Yeah, they, right. <laughs> or everybody wears lederhosen. Like your mechanic, your yeah. your fucking Volkswagen mechanic wears lederhosen to work. <laughs> like that's not. It's literally only one region. Yes, it's, it's fucking funny to me. I love that stuff. I I find that to be hilarious. Or like the. This is so funny. Uh, was it? I can't remember if it was uh, not Bill Maher. It was a. Uh, uh, it was the other guy, Sunday nights on HBO. Oh, uh, John Oliver. John Oliver. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, was talking about work, uh, the h- hardest workers, like like how many, who works how many hours in mm-hmm. a year, right? The hardest or longest working, longest hours, and f- the f- folks from the U.S. are like somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. right? Like there's countries that are that work less and and still are still considered, you know, like first world countries. Mm-hmm. And the hardest working is Mexico, <laughs> which there's the myth. There's that, that myth of the like the I avoid. I can't remember the comedian. He's like, you can't call Mexicans lazy, and say that they're stealing your jobs. It's one or the fucking other. Like part, like part one of the from and, cartoons, and, and it's, it's, right? You always have them where they're sitting around in siesta. They're always yeah. asleep. Well, the, the, with their sombrero. But my dad, I my dad explained <laughs> that to me like the first time we went to Mexico because we went. Uh, Oh, San Carlos, Wymas area. It's an area of Sonora. And Those I, lazy Mexicans. My dad didn't never said that. Right. But we, he said we gotta, we have to get if we're gonna get lunch, we have to get it now because everything closes between one and three. And I'm like, what? Why? He goes siesta. I'm like, why do they do that? He goes, well, that's why uh, folks from the United States have this. They, there's a there's a, there's a um, stereotype of the lazy mexican and it's not mm-hmm. because it's not the lazy mexican it goes to it's hot as fuck in the middle of the day in mexico literally everywhere in mexico yeah so what do they do they take a long lunch lunch break but they're working 14 hour days right they just take two hours Start off in the middle of the day on yeah and go home or stop at past dark yes and have dinner at nine o'clock at night which they do that in spain as well yeah it's a it's a it's it's a function of 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 climate yeah. It has nothing to do with how hard they were. So then, like, they showed that, like, that was the data came from, like, 2019. Like, they worked the longest hours of any country on the planet. I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> yeah. It just cracks me up. Stupid. The, the, the misconceptions we have about uh, other cultures. Yeah. And and they have of us. Like, oh, yeah, well, I watch Dallas, so everybody must be a rich oil tycoon with fucking cowboy hats everywhere. Speaking of other cultures <laughs> and the Hispanic uh, group, if you will, there's another. I don't know if it's a brand new thing or not, but I just started noticing it on Netflix called Cocaine Cowboys. And they uh, it has to do with, and you thought I was talking last night about uh, a movie or something. I thought it was a yeah. I thought you were talking about a movie. Yeah. I but I, what I did is I got it confused with uh, drugstore cowboys, which is a really That's cool right. yeah. movie from the nineties. Anyway, this had to do with kind of the American made, but more Hispanic version, like Miami area and uh, uh, Central America, and I think Puerto Rico even. But had to do with all the influx of coke coming into Miami during the mid to late seventies and early eighties, and the kind of the families that were involved with it and. How they got around it and how they skirted the law and all it was really it was really I've only watched like two episodes now I think or yeah almost one and a half but it's kind of, I don't know every time something cocaine comes up I just want to start watching it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so, funny because obviously you dabbled back in the day like well, everybody did. And I but know you, I know people that were involved. And then this other guy from who will not remain remain nameless whatever mm-hmm. picked up this one aircraft. I told you that. Yeah. And he landed in an Aerostar, and I went oh it's an Aerostar and I knew a friend that had those. Interestingly enough, there was Aerostar was the kind of airplane that was used that was flown by Tom Cruise in American Made. Yeah, it was considered the fastest 
piston engine airplane that you could just buy mm-hmm. if it wasn't a Warbird. I believe it was. So, um, or a version of it was, and that's what they talked about that in the American Made. So this guy lands in an Aerostar, and buddy might have one back east, and they're not very common, you know. But they're kind of a, they are a hot rod. They're skinny. They're to an engine. They're fast, and they were used by drug owners. Anyway, so he lands, he gets out, and he's going to pick up this one of their airplane Friday. And I said, Aerostar, I haven't seen one of those in a while. Buddy mine had one, da 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 da. And then he was talking out. He goes, Yeah, I really like it. And and I said, Have you seen American Made? And then he started, I don't even know this guy. He's ten years younger than me. It's like so, a nice way of, of 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 asking somebody, Do you do yeah. do you run cocaine? And he starts laughing. He's with his one of his girlfriends or his wife. I'm not sure which one he brought. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Fucked up. And he goes, uh, he starts laughing. And I said, uh, what? And he goes, yeah, that's why I bought this airplane. I said, oh, really? And he, and he said, wait a minute. Because you know, I wanted a fast twin engine airplane. And that's what kind of pushed me over the edge to, to sort with yeah. American made. And I thought, I said, yeah, I kind of knew a couple of people that dabbled back in it, the Southeast in the 80s. It makes perfect in this sense. Business, man. And like, he kind of laughed again. He didn't really say much after that. I thought, uh, I wonder if he's actually doing I wonder if this business he's in in Vegas. Is a you know front? There's a there's Could a be. there's a lot yeah, of cocaine extremely in Vegas. Common. Yeah, it's it's I don't understand it. It's like coke has made a, like a huge resurgence, and I only know a I only know this not so much from personal experience, like second and third hand, mm-hmm. but it's completely unrelated people. But yeah, not, it's not like it's not like there's a group of people. That it's, it's from completely unrelated people. It's that it not don't like even, it was that I 80, don't live yeah. near. I don't talk to you on a regular basis. Like oh wow, really? Uh, and then uh, my brother told me that there's a, a hell of a lot more um, cocaine overdoses coming in through his uh, through the ER back east. And I'm like, really? So they started asking friends of mine in the ER here in town. They're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's four or five times a week. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, people get all gacked out. And, wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? I wonder fuck? if most of them, we don't have to really talk about this, but I wonder if most of them go to, uh, you know, they buy it in Vegas. I wonder if that's where they buy it. C- could be. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Uh, I just know that it's strange. It's like, what the fuck is disco going to come back to? Yeah. Okay. I mean, for those uh, polyester pants with bell bottoms. Oh, and- good God. Please, <laughs> please, no. That Giant was- lapels. Oh, Jesus. Talk that about was the, the worst. Like about 1970. Collar, about big ni- lapels and collars. Yes. And about, about 1971 or 70. Yeah, about 1971 to about 77 or 78. Basically the run of the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the other Brady Bunch knockoff? It was like the Walmart brand of Brady Bunch. They had the oh. boss, the Partridge family. Yes, yes. They uh, th- that fashion, those years in fashion were fucking terrible. It was the weird, so big paisley st- stuff, and yeah, also that kind of now polyester. I, like, I have a paisley chair. I like my paisley. That's different. Chair. Paisley is okay in appropriate places. Yes. On my it's like chair. racism is okay. In, 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 <laughs> just about the same amount of places, really. Yeah, same amount of places, basically. <laughs> paisley, my chair. you get the same paisley and racism. Kind of like you can, you can overlay the, the charts on a on a on a PowerPoint. I will be interviewing. I'll be interviewing, uh, taking interviews next week, folks, for a new host uh, <laughs> because Paul's getting hashtag canceled. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god. Anyway, anyway, Cocaine Cowboys. Check it out on Netflix. It's yeah, really check it out. Entertaining. It, it's what, okay. You you're these uh, guys have these offshore fucking racing boats off the coast of Miami. They're doing that, and it's 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 like what business are these guys in? You know, it's just kind of prototypical, <laughs> stereotypical. Import. Huh, I wonder what they're doing in Miami. Import, export, distribution, <laughs> all facets of it. <laughs> now it reminds me of uh, so your guy that was like he, that's kind of the reason why he bought that plane. Yeah, because he saw American Made. It's probably 15 years ago, my stepdad and my mom were watching the news, and some counterfeiters got busted. They were counterfeiting money, and they're passing out. What they did is they stole, uh, they stole the actual linen paper that you know that that you know American currency is made is mm-hmm. made on. They somehow stole sheets of that. Right, they got it because that's a heavily controlled. Oh yeah, thing. I don't know how they it's got a very, it. Very very specific. They they acquired it, and it's only made by one manufacturer mm-hmm. in the entire world, and their supply chain. Which is used to be Ben Franklin guarded. in the beginning. Yes, smart ben, man, smart <laughs> smart man. That he was ben a printing Franklin. press, and he decided they needed to make one currency, and he went, "Hey, I could do that. Hey, I can, I can. Great, do that. You're, you're you can do that. Cool." And he thought to himself, the, "Wow, that was easy. That was <laughs> that was. He just hit the button. That was easy. <laughs> anyway, so mom and stepdad are watching the news as counterfeiters. You know, got busted, blah, 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 blah. And this is the era of TiVo, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they showed, they showed like the evidence, uh, like all the, they showed like their printer that they used and they had the sheets there and they like what the money looked like printed on sheets before it was cut and all that. And my stepdad was like, rewind that and rewind it and got up close to the TV and wrote down the model number of the printer. And that's the <laughs> printer that the next printer they bought because he was getting into photography. Okay. And he figured if it's good enough to pass off currency for like, they did it for like five years. It was millions of dollars they printed. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. And um, they never, they got busted because they started spending way too much money. Yeah. After a few years, they got busted. They didn't get busted because somebody found a counterfeit bill because they looked exactly, they, they, they even did shit like they threw it in the uh, in the dryer and with uh, um, with dryer sheets and tennis balls to beat it up a little bit so okay. that they can go out and spend it, you know. Yeah. And they were smart. They didn't do a bunch of hundred dollar bills. It was like ones, fives, tens, twenties. And it would pass the test. Yeah. It was the same kind of paper you said. Right? Same kind of paper. So it would pass the test with it, the, with the ink ab- and all that. Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't do any of the higher bills because back then they didn't have the security strip running through those the lower denominations. Anyway, so my put stepdad it, hold, bought that hold, hold for that reason. So I, went, I go to the dermatologist or regular, but and, and there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, what do you go, what, what's the P, what's, what's the fee, the small fee, would you go in there? Uh, Copay. Copay, you go to the whatever it is. Yeah. It's like 50 bucks or 60 bucks, something like that. I usually be paying with a $100 bill if they have change and that kind of stuff. But it's funny because the one girl at one time, and she's, I think it's a law required for women that work at dermatology offices to be attractive. So there seems to be. Uh, they at least have to have is. good skin. Yeah, they, you can't show up there and have skin like mine it's and like, hope to get a it's job. It's like if there. you show up to a gym and yeah. your personal trainer looks like me, yeah. you're probably not going to like, keep going to that gym. Kind of a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. So one of them made a comment one time, like, "Well, you just you keep bringing hundred dollar bills in here, and we don't have change all the time, or something like that." And I said, "Well, I'll just pay with a credit card, and when you don't," and she goes, oh, "Okay." And I said, "Well, that's the only one my printer makes that well or accurately." <laughs> I said something like that. And I'm not kidding. She wasn't even laughing. She went, "Oh!" And then she took out her pen and make sure. <laughs> oh, and checked the hundred dollar right bill. Then after I said that, I went, she used "Oh!" The, the... I said, "I'm kidding. I'm really joking." She checked your hundred dollar <laughs> bill to make sure it was real. That's fucking at the funny. dermatology office. God. What's even more funny? It's even more interesting is that they have <laughs> one of those pinned to the dermatology office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Which, by the way, we have now. I made Ashley buy because I had a string of customers that would kept me paying me in stacks of freaking cash lately. I thought I need to. That is fucking questionable. And we and we bought. I, I, this sounds so terrible. 
because we bought the, those pins, and then we also bought a, a money counter, an, an electric money counter. Uh, you're on a list. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, fuck I mean, it. It was only a few hundred bucks for a good one. And it, oh it just, just wait till know? they start tracking your Amazon shipments uh, where you're spending $5,000 a month on your rubber bands. And they're going to be like, this guy. <laughs> That's going to be, you have to spread out a rubber band uh, they, they, purchases. You remember that? They were. Uh, uh, yeah, what, who was the, who was the was drug the, kingpin? What was his name? Oh, in Colombia. Uh, Escobar. Escobar. Pablo Escobar yeah. was spending like, I think it was like $5,000 a month on rubber bands for his fucking money. <laughs> to hold together all And he was losing money to rats. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I want that much money. Right. I, I want like half that much money because I feel like you get uh, too much money, just too much responsibility. Too many people want to be friends with you and it's like not real friends. Yeah. Oh, God. I want so much money that my rats, I have rats that are fucking eating my money. <laughs> so great. Anyway, so yeah, the, your guy bought that jet or that, not jet, the plane. Yeah, f- because he because of American, American made. made. I thought my stepdad really bought a printer because of counterfeiters. I'm like, that's fucking a that is a flag. I think it's interesting that the people that bought that kind of you know they could find that paper and that's because that's what's hard to. Some people made their own. I think they took like shittier. This was the thing. You take like one dollar bills and they would shred that up. And make their own paper because it had all those little threads and stuff. Oh in there. yeah, yeah, so yeah. They would make their own from cheaper money, you know, and make hundred dollar bills. You gotta spend it. money to make money. <laughs> That's right, literally. <laughs> I didn't. I that makes sense. I've never heard that before, yeah. but it, I guess it makes. But sense. But money's getting more and more complicated. If you look at the different the different colors in it. Oh yeah. There, there's so many. It's fascinating to watch some of these. Sh- they don't tell you everything, by the way, on how money is manufactured. They'll, they'll give you all the little. Interesting things on hundred dollar bills or twenty dollar bills where you can look at. Then you can oh, check yeah. it out and go. I had no idea that that little thing is there. But they don't tell you everything, of course. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> but this is getting more and more complicated. And, and other countries do it. They do. They go way overboard with their counterfeiting. Like Canada mm-hmm. has a some denomination that has like the maple leaf on it that you can smell maple. Like you can no it's shit. It's impregnated with it, and it and it it. Scratch I, I was like money. five or six years ago, I think it was like came out and it was like just kind of a test to see right. how long it would last. And it still smells like maple. Like it would change hands, swiped in and out of strippers' butts and like all sorts of stuff. I was going to say there's some there. dollar bills you wouldn't want to scratch and sniff. I don't, I don't mind. I don't care. <laughs> or maybe Fuck you do. I, you know? I'm, I'm now 40. I don't give a shit. If you're into that. You I don't know. care. I'm I'm not really into that, but I'm not not into it. Right. <laughs> I think, I think it, I've, I've heard he's, he's scratching sniffs his money. Scratching scratch and make sure it's real. Like, oh, this is a real dollar bill. <laughs> There's and uh, something like. You're like, yep, smells like Vegas. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the majority of U.S. currency has traces of cocaine oh, on it. Oh, yeah. To circle back to our previous topic. Yes. That shit cracks me up. It cracks me up. It's so It's just everywhere. Yeah. What is that big word that people like you use? The college people ubiquitous. Is that is that, that right? would be is a that, word? Yeah. Yeah. That, I know. I know that is a word. But Smugglers the, blues. They hide it up and tell your eye. I mean, it's here to stay. You know, that's from. Uh, is that Glenn, is it Glenn Fry? I have no Smugglers, idea. Smugglers blues. blues. You know that song? I know you know I, this song. Maybe. I'm talking about. Let's do it during the break. Is that what we're gonna do? Uh, okay. If if I just go to Spotify and just hit Smugglers blues, will it come right up? Okay, folks, Paul was asking me about, <laughs> before we started recording, he was asking me about what streaming service. You're a Spotify guy? I'm like, yes, I'm a Spotify guy. I have been mm-hmm. for, since I, you couldn't even use Spotify in the United States. It wasn't an app. It was it was on your, it was a website. Right. And I had to block my IP address because you couldn't use Spotify in the United States because it didn't have licensing for music here. Right. It was at, based out of the UK. And I love Spotify. 10, 11 years I've been using it. Um, it's Far superior to uh, Apple Music, and if you disagree, that's fine. You can be wrong. So, 
do you keep asking me questions about about Spotify? <laughs> because and I haven't like, used it that much. So do I just like plug in Smuggler's Blues and it'll just come up? I'm like, no, Paul, you have to write them a letter first. <laughs> okay. I thought maybe, and then, oh, that's the kind like, of music you like. We'll you play that kind of music and eventually we'll get there. A self-addressed stamped envelope to 1234 right. Spotify Lane, Spotify, New Hampshire. <laughs> Zero three six eight two five. Do you remember the one uh, app that I was in? I think I don't think it's around anymore, but it was kind of cool. It was uh, called Eight Tracks. Yeah, Eight Tracks. Which I, you know, what sucks is like I, I watched their slow decline. Yeah, because I listened to it a bit. I liked Eight Tracks. I thought that was it was a cool concept. You, you pick different types of music and this kind of a thing and yeah. just kind of and it goes boom and then just a malga or it, it, it makes an algorithm and for you would you listen and, sometimes it was old stuff sometimes yeah. it was new stuff stuff that you hadn't heard it's like, from I like who the fuck is this and i yeah. they got gobbled up by some bigger company but like i i signed up for it but to, in order to get like a little upgraded version all you had to do you didn't have to pay for it you just signed up to be uh like you just gave okay. them your email address and they gave you like a monthly email they never really spammed hard okay but like Maybe a year or two ago, I was like, oh, eight tracks, uh, finals, June 1st or whatever. It's going to go offline. We're going to stop, you know, this and the, the app will go dead. And then like a week before, they're like, hey, thanks for all your listeners out there. Da, da, da. We're going to bump up this for the last like week or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I listened. So then I felt bad for him. So I like listened to him. Mm -hmm. And then that's dead. Like the app doesn't even exist anymore. That sucks. It, it does kind of suck. I, and I don't know what happened to him. I know that they got they definitely got bought out by some company. It might have been Apple. What was the and other bought the rights to some of their technology, their algorithm or something? What was some of the earlier? I've already forgotten some of the earlier apps for music stuff that kind of has fallen out of favor um, now. iTunes, iTunes doesn't exist okay. anymore. Uh, I'm thinking of the other yeah. ones, kind of like Spotify, but it would be what was the other? Pandora, Pandora, Pandora's still still very active. Yeah, okay. Pandora's kick ass, and Pandora was the one that gobbled up a lot of people. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh gosh, I can't remember. Ah. Like radio on internet, ROI. Oh, I'm trying to rem I'm trying to remember. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, that guy. The, the really old. Like there were some. I mean, I I can remember streaming music. I I I, didn't I forgot what that was called too. I remember streaming it on my piece well, of there shit was, computer. There was Music Match Jukebox. There was. Uh, nah, last, this is before that though. Right? Last dot FM. Last dot FM yeah. was probably one of the first. I know my buddy Josh Gagne is going to call me out on this, but I, I last dot FM is one of the oldest ones. Music Match. Um, I thought one of the coolest things early, early on is you could go on on a website for a, a a radio station in somewhere in Ohio or somewhere in California and just listen to their station, you know, at your yeah. computer. That was kind of badass. You, which you know, I'm I'm such a nerd when it comes to Hawaii. We know this. Yeah. Um. I there, um, God, KTUH mm -hmm. is uh is the University of Hawaii's like their public. Like they're, it's the university station. Okay. And they have their own streaming like app, and I listen to that all the time cool. because it's really cool. Because they play early in the morning, they play like real mellow shit, and then it just like the middle of the day, like they have like two or three hours a day where it's nothing but traditional Hawaiian music sung in Hawaiian, which is pretty cool. It's yeah, like cool. Chill, it's pretty chill music, and yeah. it's culturally relevant and cool. Um, but then they have uh, some reggae and the local people and you know this and that and the other and there's some live performances and things like that. It's just all really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um Okay, we're gonna go we're gonna go into the Wayback Machine here. Are you gonna look for that early company name that was R O I? Eight eight tracks. Yeah, disc eight tracks shut down December twenty nineteen. That's what it was. Okay. Uh Radical.fm, iTunes Radio, Beats Music. Uh, let's go way, way back. Yeah, what's the earlier wasn't it what that the what's his name? Rhapsody. 
I remember wow. Rhapsody. Yeah. RDO, RDIO, which was purchased by Pandora. Um, Thumbplay, Inflow, Zune, <laughs> Zune Marketplace. <laughs> wow. Hey, let's go way back. Anybody else remember the Zune? The Zune. Yeah, fucking what a piece of shit. Um, Wimp. Wimp. Oh, I remember uh, music, music recovery, music unlimited. Wow. Yeah, and Last.fm. Wow. I'm like, this is... Everything has changed. Napster was one. I forgot about that. They streamed as well. Like oh, at, I didn't once know they that. when they tried to pivot, yeah, and and stay uh, relevant. I was more of a LimeWire guy. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Do you remember LimeWire? No, I remember LimeWire. I remember. So LimeWire was like the third iteration. That was on the uh, LimeWire was on the Nutella network, if I remember right. Yeah. Shit. Now I'm they started back. throwing so, people in jail, and I went, oh, maybe I better quit doing yeah. this. I don't want to go to jail. So there was Morpheus was one. That was a that was a download. There's Morpheus, uh, LimeWire. There's one I'm forgetting, and I can see the logo, and it was just LimeWire was like, that was like the kind of the cream of the crop when it came to downloading really bad malware and viruses. <laughs> like yes, you're like, yes. You're like, oh, wow, this is the new fucking Chili Peppers album. You get it, and like all of a sudden, bam, virus. Yes. Shit. <laughs> uh, that happened to me. Shit. I was reformatting my hard drive on my computer so often. It was like once a month I would download something thinking, oh, I, I remember one. I downloaded uh, the Matrix 2. I thought it was Matrix 2. Like it was like a, oh, my God, it they it, it, it the somehow got leaked mm -hmm. to the Internet. You know, that was back in the day where you're – uh, you go see a movie in the theater, and it was six or eight months, sometimes even a year before it came out on video, yes. on either DVD or VHS. That was the norm. Before, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the norm. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, you would get leaks. You would get DVD leaks, which still happens to this day, but mm -hmm. it, it back then it was like, it was it was commonplace, but not that commonplace. Like, it was, you, you weren't surprised that it happened, but you were like, oh, that's cool. It wasn't like... Oh my God! I can't believe this. It's just like kind of became right. a little bit more commonplace. But you're still kind of excited that it happened. That you know. Uh, but that's when I discovered. I think I told you about this years ago. Is like the closer you get to Oscar season, and and re and if you release your 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 movie in the theaters, say in like December, mm -hmm. and the cutoff is like December 31st, and you release your movie in December, it will get leaked to the internet within weeks of coming out in the theater. Because they send out those DVD screener copies to everybody to the Oscar people, yeah. judges or whatever, like yeah. the Academy folks, <clears throat> to 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 view it. And someone's gonna because they have yeah. to send it out early because it's not on, it's not released yet. So they have to press it, and somebody's kid gets a hold yep. of it and scan or, or rips it to their laptop and puts it out on the internet. Yep. So like, you might get a movie released in July, and it won't leak to the net until oh, a couple weeks before it gets you know released on uh, maybe a month because they have to start pressing those DVDs right in a in a facility somewhere. Right, and there's always some somebody who's able to snag one off the Dude. press and just yeah. put it in their pocket or something like that. Nowadays with streaming services, it's fucking as soon as it hits a streaming service, it's leaked to the net. Mm -hmm. It just is, you know. Um, so, oh god, but LimeWire, I downloaded The Matrix too. <laughs> From LimeWire. From LimeWire. Yeah. It took fucking forever. I think it took like two days for it to download. <laughs> and I was finally, I was so pumped. And I opened it up and it was Austin Powers 2. 
<laughs> it was mislabeled. It was like a fuck you. You're not going to see the Matrix. Like some guy That's, in Russia was like, fuck was, you. I thought he was funny. Yeah. And it was loaded with some virus. So like I'm watching Austin Powers 2 dubbed in Russian. And you're mad already. And I'm mad already because I didn't like Austin Powers 2. And I'm just like, God damn it. It's in Russian. And then like I deleted it and then. You had computer issues. Uh, lots of computer issues and had to reformat the hard drive. God damn it. And I know Josh is going to hear this and he's going to bust up laughing because he'll fucking remember it. He remembers those days because he's the one who taught me about computers. Right. He he gave me my first computer that was mine that I owned, not one that I got from my dad or I used my dad's, but mine. He gave it to me, but he goes, here you go, man. And I'm like, cool. So I just plug it in. He goes, oh, no, no, no. You have to figure out how to put it together. Cause he mislabeled shit and like so I had he made me he he made me learn how to assemble a PC and mm -hmm. get it working from scratch. But he gave me all the spare parts. Nice, which was pretty cool. It was a, sure. and it was a great. It was, and I, I credit him solely with my love of tech and wanting to break things down and and be able to do that. So, but yeah, the fucking LimeWire. My God, it was so 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 terrible. Yes, it was. It was, and but it but it was useful. Like if you <laughs> you could find a lot of shit, but whatever what it, you got was gonna be fucking sketchy. Yes. But I love that you use LimeWire. It was uh, until, like I said, until the news started coming out, where they didn't they make some housewife a uh, uh, example? They threw her in jail. Yeah, you remember this? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was they, like a very well known. Yeah, it was case. like uh, like ten thousand counts of fraud. Or like some a shit suburban, like that. she yeah, was a suburban yeah, housewife. Yeah. yeah, and she went to jail because of her son. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, I better not do that. Fucked up, dude. So I just stopped doing it right away. I said, I'm just not going to do it. Give her my. So before we take a break and go listen to Smuggler's Blues, we're, we're <laughs> I had this friend of mine who was like, because he, this is, d dude, it was the cocaine era, right? We're in the southeast. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, we need to do, we need to go. Because his family had a house, like, in Vail or something. He was kind of a well-known okay. or a well-off family. He goes, God, there's so much cocaine up there, but it's so expensive. You know, we could we could buy we could buy it almost at retail here and drive to Colorado. This is Atlanta. And sell it and make millions. I mean, he was serious. Every month or so, I'd see him at some place. Dude, he would, his phrase was always, the market is there. He was, he'd be like, he'd just be like saying this. We've got to do this. We've got to, we've got to buy a kilo of Coke and drive, just one kilo. And we'll just drive to Colorado and we'll oh sell it God. and we'll come back. It'd be great. He never convinced me to do it. I'm, like, I'm not doing, I'm not going to do this. I couldn't do it because I'm way too nervous. I don't like driving like, I don't know, with like a, like my tags are due to expire like next week, mm -hmm. like in a week and a half. Right. I have new tags to put on my truck and I keep forgetting to put it put them on there. I'm nervous about it right now because I'm like, do they know that it hasn't they haven't expired yet? I can't imagine driving around with a kilo of Colombian bam bam <laughs> fucking fifteen hundred miles across the United States. I would I would just be my ass would be puckered up the entire time. Right. Like I couldn't there's no fucking way. I would never ever I could never make it as a drug dealer. No, I don't I'm know. Too fucking if, paranoid. I don't really know if back then if they if you're Let's just say if you have a car from Georgia and you're driving through New Mexico and then you're in Colorado, if if state troopers look at that and go, that's kind of weird. That doesn't happen that often. We'll figure out a reason to pull this guy over. And then if they have, you know, do they have mm -hmm. a way, like back then, do they have a dog that could smell your car in 82? I think they had drug dogs back then. I think. I don't know. But I wonder if it was common. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You start thinking yeah. about all this stuff because you get, you get paranoid from it. You just say, you know, it is a <laughs> cocaine cocaine all right on that note we're gonna take a coke break smoke break just a break wait we'll, we'll be back
junkies so we got into that because i kept talking about cocaine cowboys the cocaine no the uh no yeah yes cocaine cowboys yes and i thought we need to listen to some music because we have our new little uh the 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 biggest bluetooth speaker i've ever seen well they do it's not true they make bigger ones but it's it's a big bitch it's i love it so uh going on the spotify He's gonna drop the the. <laughs> okay, please don't do the, the Facebook. Not the Facebook. And the uh, spotter. You got listen to something. You're like, I don't know this. That, and then, then I, I think my mind just went from cocaine cowboys. I thought cowboys, cowboys, 
Cowboy Junkies. Horses, Band of Horses, which we decided that's got to be an influence. They, and then we, I yeah. listen to Caution Horses. That was one of their, the Cowboy Junkies. I hadn't heard them in probably 20 years. I know and that, didn't know that first song you started to play, I, I recognized it immediately, but I don't know if it was because it was Sweet Jane, which is a, a Velvet Underground song. Right, they end up is playing, it, that was our second song we listened to. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm like, I've heard this before. And it really, it reminds me of, it's like if you took Band of Horses and Mazzy Star and mashed them together, that's what the, that's what Cowboy Junkies sound like. Right, and and you, it's fucking great. You said there was kind of a category too, though. You named kind of, and I said, that's kind of uh, sound like. They, they, they fall into the alt country, alternative country. Okay. But, but like alt country back in the 90s was different than what they would call alt country now. Right. Like the alt country now is really should just be called fucking country blues because yeah. alt country now is like uh, I don't know like uh, Sturgill Simpson or or which even he like just breaks genre barriers like crazy that guy's a fucking maniac mm-hmm. uh, Sturgill Simpson Co Wetzel um, to a lesser extent like Luke Bryan like they're really t- truly talented country music artists not like the Co Wetzel Coatle Co Wetzel Coatle Co Wetzel I'll remember that. Now I can't unhear that. Quetzal, like, uh, give me Quetzal, 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 no, Quetzal. not Quetzal. No, not the fucking Aztec god. <laughs> you ass. You unbelievable ass. He's a country guy? <laughs> that guy? I never thought about seeing a guy wearing a fucking feathered headdress holding a fucking snake playing a slide guitar. <laughs> that would be, there's your look right there. Yeah, there ladies there's someone's got to put that together. Lap steel, lap steel Quetzal Quattle. With a snake. Oh, my God. <laughs> With a snake, a snake, a slither, a snake, a snake, a slither little snake. Oh my God! Remember when I texted you that, that people we had to are going to think that we actually did cocaine on the break. And I promise you, folks, we did not. This is just us. Just naturally. cocaine, coffee. Hold I'm on. not even doing that. I had diner coffee this morning. I didn't even have real coffee. Remember the uh, we t- remember remember talking about the flag. The, the uh, what's the what the flag called with a don't tread on me? What's that? The Gadsden flag. Thank you. Yeah. And then I don't know how we got into that, and I said. Oh my God! Somebody did okay. Uh, oh, they did several do that? years ago. One of my friends, Cammy, who I'm actually—I just found out—I'm going to be meeting up with her. She listens occasionally. She she's like me. She goes back and forth between deep into podcasts or only music. It's right. it's never like I listen to music and then a podcast. It's like it's either this for six months or right. that for six months. Anyway, uh, Cammy, I think she bought it for her husband because it's and it just says no step on snick. It's S N E K, no step on snake, and it's the Gadsden flag on a T shirt. You're the one that told me that the people were fucking with those and having a good time with it, and uh, and I went, oh really? And then and you sent me an ex- example. And then I went on Google, of course. Oh my God, there's you all went kinds on the of, Google, folks. The Google, the Google, and uh, <laughs> and there's all kinds of uh, people fucking with those. And then oh, for God. some reason, I was talking about the snake guy. Yeah, the slither little flag. And I said, someone needs to have that on a gas. That flag. guy on the gas and flag was like, don't step on my slither little flag. <laughs> <laughs> it's been over 10 years, folks, and I still laugh my ass off at that, that guy. Video. Yeah. That video and the damn honey badger video yeah. will always be funny as fuck to me. And those are classics. I even I still quote that 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 damn uh, honey badger video like watch out stupid like I just like <laughs> like oh nice job stupid. That that straight up comes from Tyson. Tyson yeah. Brown did that shit to me. He's like, watch oh, nice, out, stupid. Nice job, stupid. He's like, oh, look, did you get dumb and fall in love again? Nice job, stupid. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, every woman that pays attention to you does not 
mean like if a woman pays attention to you that does not mean you need to instantly fall in love with her stupid like you just say that shit does, to me did, constantly. did that come from the honey badger yes, thing for him okay he wouldn't just happen to say it just no like, no no yeah, he gotcha. 100% stole it from that and, okay. and then it got to be real bad in fact there's one good mutual friend of both of ours she's about the only one i can call me like she'll walk into she doesn't work on the same unit as i do anymore she she works down the er and I'll see her and be like, hey, stupid. And she just calls me, hi, stupid. How are you doing? And people are like, why did you? <laughs> one time I walked into the ER because uh, one of my friends was in there or something. Somebody was in there for some reason. I was like, they were all alone. I'm like, I'll come down on my break and hang out with you. And I walk up to Danny is her name. I, walk up to her, I was like, hey, Danny. Hey, stupid. And one of the docs was like, excuse me, what did you just say to her? And I'm like, and Danny turns around like, relax. It's a term of endearment. Hi, stupid. And she stands up and gives me a hug. Right. Like, hey, stupid. Nice job, stupid. Um, Literally a little snack. Uh, oh, damn. I was going to say about that in the ER. Oh, shit. Lost my mind. Don't you hate it? Where is yes. my mind? Yeah. Uh, I was gonna uh, tell you something. This is kind of, I was got this morning, or was it last night before I went to bed? I don't know when it was. In the last twenty four hours, I thought about my ring finger for some reason. Okay. I was doing something. I was looking at my hand with all this on there, and I'm like, you know, and it's this is a funny little story, little little uh, little anecdote, anecdote, total side uh, uh, conversation. I remember um, now. You you've been married. Yes, did, I, you, did you wear your wedding ring? Yes, yes, I did. Multiple until time, I, all the time. Yeah, all the time until I time. lost it sledding. Oh, then did you buy another one? No, because the marriage was over. Because there were, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely part. Definitely, definitely foreshadowing. It's on the go home side of the road. It was on the going home marriage. side. Of the, not really. It was that was like six months later. But okay. I, we didn't replace it because we're broke. It was like twenty sledding. And, yeah, was sledding up in the wall of pies, and you know you're like expending energy, and your some your fingers will swell, but then you get to a point where they stop, they don't swell anymore. Mm -hmm. You're a little dehydrated or whatever, and it it was already a little bit too big. I hadn't gotten it sized. Oh, okay. And it it slipped off, and I never found it again. Somebody's gonna find a metal detector, folks. If you're looking for a nice wedding band, men's size eleven, mm -hmm. it's up in the wall of pies, right there by the entrance to the Girl Scout camp. It's okay. a nice little hill i went sledding with it was I me i bet you by now someone's already found it because the snow melted i'm sure and it's a shiny little thing i bet you someone's already got it with their little snake shine a little shine a little snake ring <laughs> what if what if a what if a snake actually went through your ring at some point up there oh it's possible uh, oh i feel so bad for the snake the shiny little snake <laughs> you got stuck on your ring that would suck <laughs> fucking snake ring anyway <laughs> i have only I have only had a ring. I remember it was at a friend's house. There was like a, an engagement party. Good. Well, I've already spoken about that friend earlier today. Uh, and uh, at his house and um, some nice food. People were there. And I think I came solo. I wasn't digging by the time. But it was all my friends were there. All the ones I speak about. George and yeah. probably both Georges. Were there. I don't know. So um, And there was a guy that was one of their friends who was a jeweler. and But he made like really clunky, cool, badass male jewelry, you know, with big gold nuggets and carved cool-looking gold and stuff like that. And he had a pretty good-sized ring that was um, not meant to be a wedding ring or anything like that, but it was a, it was a big, chunky, really a cool-looking... I'm not into jewelry, but I thought... One of those rings that looks like... It, it looks like a the, like a gold nugget. Yeah. But, like, poli the bottom part is polished, and then, like, the top yeah, looks like a nugget, but like it natural. But was, it was really well-selected, and it was... It kind of had a little bit of... Uh, the, the band kind of 
molded into it. It was done really well. I can appreciate a nice piece of craftsmanship. And I went, God, this is badass. How much is this thing? And it was a lot. It was a chunk of money. It was heavy. It was you know eighteen karat. It wasn't twelve or fourteen karat gold. Right. It was eighteen. So I'm like, oh, this is really cool. So I remember sitting there in this chair by myself. I think it might have been a paisley fabric. Had oh, a nice oh. hand. Yeah, it had a nice hand to it. <laughs> so strange. Anyway, so, so, so weird. So I'm sitting there with this ring, and I said, Do you mind? I'm just going to kind of, and he was okay, you know, but he brought some. I think what they, it might have been there because they may have been choosing another ring or something like that. Like it was a friend of theirs. There was a reason he was there, but he was a cool guy. He wasn't like your typical weird, I don't know, whatever. So I'm sitting in this chair with this gold badass fucking, and it's too big for this, and you know it fi- and it fits on my left ring finger. So I start to put it on there, and I'm thinking this is how fucked up. This this is weird. I'm thinking I was like 35 years old. I'm thinking at the time, somewhere around there. I'm looking at my ring, looking at this ring finger, looking at this hunk of fucking gold. And at that point, I was like, I don't know if we're ever gonna be able to get married. You know, I I did I, I wasn't really sad about it. I was just thinking to myself. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if I will ever have a real ring on this finger. Yeah. A wedding ring. I just had this thought. It wasn't sad. I just was thinking about it. I thought, probably not. And then I thought to myself, and, and I went in, it fit perfectly. This big, chunky gold ring fit perfectly on my left ring finger, and I put it on. The first time I've ever put a ring on that finger, and the last time I ever put a ring on the finger was that, and it fit perfectly, and I thought, this is a weird thought, I thought, I'm married to chasing fucking money, probably, or business. That's what I'm married to. You should make like a composite ring. <laughs> so out of out of your like a chunk of your airplane. Yeah, yeah, because you're committed to Juliet. So that whatever. Yeah. So so then I, then I took it off and I thought that's interesting. I mean, but it really felt good. It's like I almost wanted to have that because it fit well. It had some mass to it. It looked really great. I thought that'd be that'd be nice. It would to... leave a mark if you punch somebody. <laughs> right, but but it was just a weird kind of like. Because I'm not really chasing money, you know. I I I, I like it, but I'm, I didn't really go down the whole. I wouldn't have been doing this if if all I was looking for was money. This would not be what I'd be doing. I I like this a lot. This technically what I do and aviation, all that kind of stuff. But it's not, it's not. If I was just going for the bucks, it would have been different career path. So I'm I'm not really that. But it was it was a thing. I thought because and I've never had a haven't been even close to getting married since then. But I thought I wonder if that was. It's like one of those moments in the movie where you put something on and lights change and <laughs> lightning bolt crashes and you mean like when Frodo put the ring on for the first time? Yeah, that in like Fellowship Frodo of the, the Ring. Yeah, and he went into the spirit world, but he was invisible to the regular world. That was me. That was you. And when I was thirty-five years old, and you had an you had an epiphany, right? What I, alcoholics refer to as a moment of clarity. It was. It was like I guess I'm going to be married to gold, you know, meaning just chasing the business around. You're like Scrooge fucking McDuck in your giant airplane hangar slash money bin. <laughs> That's what we do, folks. We re- like after we're done recording, we're gonna go swim in nothing but gold coins, right? Because Paul's done nothing but m- he's been married to chasing money. It's hard to swim in gold coins because it is really heavy and dense. It can't. Scrooge really... McDuck could figure it out. <laughs> he knew how to do it. If he can do it, yeah, you know, he's a little Scottish duck, dude. He could figure. Or it out. Or you would say, well, that attitude you're never gonna. It's never. Yeah, no, that attitude. That's a Timmy's phrase. <laughs> so you, you can swim in anything, man. No, I don't think so. Not with that attitude, right? 
So there it That's is. That's a weird fucking tangent. So you were thinking about this? You were like it was last, last night or this morning. For some reason, I was looking at my ring finger, going, "You know, I've never really had. I don't have a lot of rings. I've, I've had some when I was younger. Rings here and there. And I've made an a attempt bracelet. to try to be a ring guy, and I'm just not a fucking yeah. ring guy. You know, like what? The, you're not even allowed to have a ring if you're in the military because you could catch it on something yeah. and rip yeah, your finger. They off. have uh, silicone rings for that now, right? That's what a lot of people do, which is kind of odd to me. That, you know, we have these little stretchy little rubber. Well, rings. it's a. I mean, it's a symbol of commitment to somebody, and I understand sure. that. And, and I can I can I can get down with that. I totally and and if I ever if and when I ever get to that point ever again, uh, I would gladly wear you know wedding band because I think it's I think it's cool, and you know it's a. I it, would I would I would wear a wedding band also probably I think my we should get cartoon casual wedding bands you and I can wear. <laughs> <laughs> Alice and my like they would fit into each other they would nest into each other yes, if you were to put yeah them, so yeah. like if I were to pass away or you pass away first right. whoever dies first gets to. <laughs> Put the interlocking fucking wedding pants together with this ring. Oh, no, this God. ring. What, with how's this the ring thing go? With in the... this ring, I the podcast. No, there's that. But the, what's the what's the Frodo fucking? What's the the with... one ring to rule? There them we all. go. That's it. Yeah. One. Hmm, I'm not gonna do. I, I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the whole thing. I'm not gonna do it. Um. But I. Uh, yes. If I were married, I would wear. But my father and stepmother. Didn't wear their rings hardly all half the time they wore them or a third of the time they wore them. Really? Just when I saw them at their house or they they were going out, it was obvious they were together and married. Right. But they just didn't have them on all the time. They just didn't care. They were beyond that. Alice probably. would wear, a, yeah, she would wear a really nice high dollar, like a cocktail ring of some kind. A cocktail ring? Is I that thought, a thing? I, th- I think God, it I is. Wish I, I wish I would have grown up as a one percenter. <laughs> I like a cocktail ring. Co- look that up. Look you guys co- have, you have rings for fucking cocktail hour? Yeah, like, <laughs> you have a specific fucking ring look it you up. put on. Look up ladies cocktail rings. fuck out of here. I don't want that in my search history. <laughs> cocktail ring. Cock, it's a cock. Not, not a cock ring. <laughs> you don't, cock ring. How, how big a hands does Alice have that she wears cock rings on her, on her fingers? No, it's a cocktail ring. I didn't know about cocktail rings until Alice came along in my life. My oh my god, this is a thing. These are so ostentatious yes. and stupid. Yeah, she had diamonds on hers and stuff. The cocktail ring is a large striking ring that's often set with a large precious stone. They're <laughs> fucking get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Why? Oh, I don't know. Fucking rich people on a different fucking level, dude. <laughs> and she's you, not. They're not that rich, or she really compared to. Well, I mean, there's know. there's rich, and then there's portraying, right? You know, fitting into that. Then there's um uh, cocktail ring, cocktail rings. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but they wouldn't. Uh, they would quite often be out and just not have their wedding rings on, and they weren't scoping other chicks and dudes. It just wasn't. They didn't need that. They knew yeah. that they were committed to each other. They didn't need that. Yeah, that adornment, which is cool. I, I, I say whatever you whatever you want. I had a friend of mine wear a. Uh, he was also a roommate, one of my roommates at Auburn. Different, two different roommates, and uh, he his father flew for Delta, and that's how I knew him back in Atlanta and that kind of stuff. So, he he had a wedding ring, and he would wear it on his right hand. I think they do that in Europe sometimes. I think it's like a German thing. I think I think it is a thing. Oh, okay. But I said, dude, you're not really not even dating anybody. And he was a good-looking guy. He was successful, that kind of stuff. And he went places, and I don't know what he's doing now. But anyway, um, that got him more conversation with women all the time. It was a it was, women would come, oh, I see you have a it's on your right hand. What is mm. that? Whatever. And I, I don't know his line of bullshit after that, but it was an icebreaker, freaking conversation starter. 
Smart. With a looking that's fucking with smart. With a band, it's a regular gold, classic gold Just band. Just a classic gold band that looks it looks like a wedding band. On his what right I, what hand. I'm wearing it on his right hand. Okay. So I don't know. I think it's uh, somewhere in Europe they would do. That. Could you look that up, please, uh, Joe? Oh, uh, oh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, yes, um, sir. Would you oh like? I think they would. Uh, I think it's German. I'm just kind of wondering. Could be more of Europe, but I think it's a thing. Joe's looking it up. It's doing a good job. Maybe not. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know how I made that up. That's a pretty specific thing to make up. Okay. It is polite to eat with and shake hands with your right hand, your clean hand. For this reason, people in India wear their wedding rings on their right hand as well. Many Orthodox Christians wear their wedding rings on their right hands also. That's interesting. Orthodox Christians. Yeah. All right. Well. So maybe it is kind of a German thing, but it's not German. It's, it's not the, German it's just per se. Old. Old, I, old world uh, uh, Christians. I thought when I was over there that they there was a that did come up and someone had a wedding ring on their right hand and they said yeah it's kind of a German thing or I don't know I don't know maybe in that village maybe maybe history of the left hand ring uh, ancient Egyptians placed a wedding ring on the fourth finger on the left hand for symbolic reasons. They believe that location was significant due to a vein that ran from that finger to the heart, which I have. I read remember that hearing before. that. I've read yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, which they called the vena amoris or vein of love. Although the vena amoris isn't a real part of the human anatomy, and all fingers have veins running to the heart, the tradition was already rooted and now repeated in many cultures around the world. Uh, and isn't it true also that that weddings really kind of got uh-huh. rolling in Europe because of wealth? Like wealthy people would marry. That's how you yeah. gain more you, power you gain, and wealth. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, wealth consolidation. Yeah. Uh, noted right hand groups India because of wiping with your poop hand. Yep. Uh, Orthodox Christians wear their wedding rings on their right hands as well. In Latin, the word sinister means on the left side. That's I did know that. Hmm. Sinister. Yeah, like uh, that's the root of uh, the beating beating the left handedness out of out of kids. The word comes, sinister comes from that. You're yeah. saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, but the left, the left side of the body has always been associated with with Satan and the devil and things like that. That's why they would like my my stepdad. That's why he's ambidextrous. He wasn't born that way. He was forced to be that way because that was back in the he days where they would yeah. tie your left hand down if you were left handed. The man has beautiful handwriting with his left hand, but that's about all he does with his left hand. I play Everything, pool with my like, left hand. He. That's that's right. I do remember, remember that. that. It was so when, fucking strange. When I first strange. picked up a guitar, I, I would naturally would want it to play it right. Play it this way, that's and I can still feels okay to me. Weird. And then I remember the guitar instructor that I had, so it's a hippie kind of dude in an old Volkswagen. He's like, he hey going, man, he said, no man, I can't teach you that way because I can't really. I gotta do that. I gotta. And he made me this hippie in the Volkswagen. Maybe change up. I think it's Peter Frampton that he looks just like Peter Frampton. So that's probably who that was. So the right hand represents virtue and honor, as the Bible mentions, and the left side is 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 evil and whatnot, sinister. So why would you put it on your left hand then? So this a- is Greek Orthodox stuff. So then, um, left-handed people, they want to wear their wedding ring on their right hand. That's weird. Okay, I guess it's like the watch thing. Oh, like yeah. I, I, when I wear a watch, I, it feels weird for me to put it on the left hand. Oh, I've yeah? always put it on my right hand when I was younger, and I like I got my first like. Timex, the one with the little stopwatch buttons on it. Like, mm-hmm. I had one of those when I was, like, 10. I immediately put it on my right hand. And, like, why are my parents are like, why are you doing that? I'm like, I don't know. If, 
why would I put on my left hand? I'm right-handed. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's why you don't put a watch there because it gets in the way of mobility. The writing and, stuff and I'm like, that. Yeah. Fe- it just feels strange to put on my left hand. Like when my buddy gave me that Apple watch, it took me a month wearing it before it felt. I felt like I was used to it being on my left hand because and it still is kind of awkward. Do you I don't still use why. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't. Do you like it? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. It's, it's really useful. cool at data tracking. Yeah. So like, and it what? tells me to stand up and 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 walk. Oh really? And move around and shit. Like, hey, you've been sedentary or like. I wore it uh, yesterday while I was bartending. You know, mm-hmm. I was there like nine hours. Mm-hmm. After about six hours, I said, hey, it's time to sit down and take a break. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. Usually, I yeah. cannot Apple Watch. I cannot. Yeah. There are people that need to be fed beer. Um, yeah, the, the left hand versus right hand shit is really strange to me. Um, do you use still, it for, could you use it to text also? Can, can you I do? can, I don't. It's, it's like voice to text? Is that yeah, how it there's works? voice to text on it and voice to okay. text, as you know. Yes. And anyone who tries to communicate with you like knows just, voice to text sucks ass sometimes. It does. Or It's so funny though. Like I can always tell when you're doing the voice to text because it doesn't, like the it the sentence makes sense, but, but only after I translate it in my brain. One of the funniest things, voice to text earlier on, I remember I was, uh, God, this is probably before I knew you. Someone was uh, trying to meet. We're trying to meet downtown somewhere, and someone was in traffic on Stockton Hill, and they they did a voice and text. And and then it came out. You know, you know, I'm I'm stuck on Stockton Hill, but it came out. I'm stuck in hell. Oh, (laughs) which is kind of you're on Stockton Hill in traffic. The same kind of thing. It's kind of (laughs) true. Stuck in. I'm on stuck in. I'm stuck in hell. It boggles my mind that we Mm -hmm. have a traffic problem in Kingman, Arizona. Yeah. And it a lot of it just has to do with poor planning, yeah, to a degree, but also like the feeder streets. Or the, or you could have some street. You you just there's no money. If I had a huge pile of money, like a massive pile of money, and I knew I was going to stay here, so both those things had to be the same thing, which I'm still planning on it. But you know, whatever, I would fix the fucking taco Del Taco entrance exit in front of Walmart bullshit area. That's terrible. You're okay. It, it, don't you, you think? I mean, no, this is like this is like a folks. This is like a vocal Facebook comment, right? It, it is. It I is. agree. And or I, onions to whoever let that happen. People, yeah, it's not let. It's private businesses. It's right. private businesses that like. Why? Of course, Walmart wouldn't want e- like ease of access from right. Walmart parking lot into Smiths. Of right. course, they would not want that. But at some point, and I know we're freedom kind of place. The city, whoever let all this happen, said said we're not going to let this happen. You're you're creating a safety, a public right. safety. So hazard, you guys so. figure it out, right? But we're not going to do that. Yeah, but that was also when that was all being built. That was in an era of a lot of unchecked growth around here. That people were really, really pushing hard for for that. And that's also the time period where Target was looking at coming here. And the because a lot of people don't know that real story why there's no target in Kingman, Arizona, and there probably won't be for another 20 years. And uh, you might be wrong about that. 50, well, based off of their own standards, right? I know of pop of population density and proximity to other I other know. targets. They they won't. I got you. But um, I can I could see you know maybe 10 years from now. Okay. Okay. So 15, 18 years ago, Target was supposed to come to Kingman around the time that they built one down in in, in Bullhead City, like that right. area. Right, they came to Kingman and said, "Hey, we want to build this and da 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 here." And the one, the impact fees were really expensive back then. And they're like, "Can you waive these or do this? Can you what can you do to make it like worth our while to come to Kingman?" And city council wouldn't do it. And they wouldn't do it and wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. And we met 
folks from Target came here, corporate came here and talked to people. Is that when they already had the this? other Walmart that was at the old location that was uh, by the PetSmart and Petco? I think or it was Wasn't there a Walmart just there? after it was. Yeah, I think it was okay. just after the the Supercenter was built. Okay. I think. So maybe 2003. All right. So I, rem- so I remember reading about this and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and my dad had heard about it. And we actually went to a city council meeting where they spoke about it, where you had a representative from Target Corporate was there talking about it. And said, we've got these other communities in the because they were looking at Havasu, Bullhead, and Kingman. Havasu was like, nah, we we're fine. Like, if you guys want to come here, that's fine, but we're not going to give you any sort of incentives. Mm. Kingman was like, we can do this, and then Bullhead goes, we'll waive sewer hookup fees. We'll we will run, you know, sewer and water lines to that property for you, and we'll waive. It was like water bills or something like their water con- like water bill was waived for, net for the first year to entice them to go there. Mm-hmm. Well, that was enough. They're like, all right, bye, Kingman. And we're like, wait, no, come back. We want you. And like, no, nah, sorry, too fucking late. Ship mm-hmm. has sailed. And they kind of shut the door on that. For, and they said, we'll revisit it in 10 years or something like that. Right. And then there was, I think 10 years later would have been about, you know, just barely the economy getting back on track from the 08, 09 yeah. kind of thing, that whole thing. Yeah. So. I mean, that's kind of the real story. I know there's more details to it and everything. And I know Tim knows, Schroeder knows a lot about that as well. Because there's a lot of misconceptions that they're, well, it was a bunch of local business owners got together and told Target. No, that's not what happened. What it was, the city of Kingman just didn't have the money or the wherewithal to to give a bunch of incentives. And Bullhead City, they didn't really have the money to do it either. But they figured out a way to make it happen. They're like, either... Either we're going to go broke doing it or this is going to benefit the area. And what ended up happening, Target signed on. And then you got Kohl's, Bed Bath & Beyond, da, 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 yep. like all those other places. You the big, big anchor store like Target and yes. someone else is going to come in. That's exactly it. Yep. So anyway, why do we talk about that? I don't know. I can't. With traffic oh, and people around. were t- So yeah, and I remember when they were doing the build out of like the Supercenter, Del Taco, uh, uh, Pan Express, like all that right there. Breakmasters. Oh, they, God. What's they, a clusterfuck It's there. a clusterfuck, and everybody knew it was going to be a clusterfuck, and nobody nobody in planning and zoning or whatever had the balls to tell those businesses because of memory was fresh, still fresh, that you're not going to dictate to the business how they're going to do shit because they'll just go somewhere else. There's oh, yeah, cheap so. land all over the place. They can find – they'll just go somewhere else. So they were scared to tell those people. Mm-hmm. You have to make ingress and egress easy, and you have to make it in between all of these, like one giant shopping center, and they didn't do it because they were scared that – all those people would just leave, and they, you know, those companies would—they wouldn't even—they wouldn't break ground. Right. I remember reading about that. So it's weird though, because I think back east where I came from, and there was larger, like say, shopping centers. I hate the term shopping center because it sounds really dated, but but where they have a big anchor store and other stores around it, and other freestanding stores in front, like a, a Chick Fil A, be more mm-hmm. common back there than here, obviously. That kind of stuff. I I don't recall them having all these <clears throat> blockades and shit like that between areas where you can't do that. No, because you would have one shopping center developer Yeah, that that's all they do. And they're planning And they go, out. okay, yeah. this anchor store in this region is Kohl's. Yeah. Or is Target or whatever. And then here's the list of like 18 franchise fast and fast casual and fast food, you know, uh, stores that go out that are the auxiliary ones out yeah. there. And it's like, it's like a, like a strip mall kind of situation. Right. Um, and that's and that's because you have you know one developer that has an agreement with all those different. That's why they all look the same everywhere. I know. They, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. they all have the they have. Uh, it's a prototypical design thing. Yeah, you know? no shit. It's very much so. And I yeah. see that's all over the Midwest. 
it's all over the southwest here too like especially in arizona but we just don't see much of it because we don't really have that here right i mean we did kind of with safeway that's what that that whole shopping center was supposed well to there's be. a lot of complaints around of course because stockton stockton hill stockton hill that's stockton hill Sto- stockton hill um is being built out a fair bit there's new stores there fair, new yeah. coffee places new mexican restaurant there all the you know it's, it's getting more and more crowded it's just it's turning in you know it is turning into a it doesn't really bother me that much but it is kind of funny it's getting crammed up it's like oh it reminds me of parts of atlanta now it, it it's what's funny to me is if i want to drive from downtown where i live out to say northern i plan on it taking 30 minutes it's either going to take 10 minutes or it's going to take 30 minutes one one or the other yeah that's incredible in a small town 30 minutes from one time like and there's no quick way to do it well, and there's also, um, you know, there it is four lane, like they're turning lane, then two lanes on each direction, which is should be enough. Because I'm thinking, wow, if they can do another like a third lane, that's not there's not enough room. A lot of these buildings are kind of close, right, to the street, and you can't really you can't do anything, can't go back. I don't know. Eh, it's exciting, lame. exciting talk, exciting talk. I hope hopefully uh, people have stuck around, or if you were just trying to get to sleep, you're welcome. Right. But it is human is growing, and there's stuff coming in, and we have this interchange coming. There's just stuff happening, you know. Oh, okay. There's some. There was a topic. I remember. I just remember there was a topic that I was thinking about that yeah. I wanted to bring up, that was told to me. I found out, and a couple hours later is when the text messages started flowing onto my phone. Okay. Today. Do you know? No, this is last week. Do okay. you know what the gathering of the juggalos is first off do you know what a juggalo is yeah the juggalos were those women that were on the uh bouncing on trampolines with uh adam carolla and uh jimmy kimmel oh that was the juggies i'm sorry that was the juggies <laughs> that show would not get made <laughs> not in this, today, in this day and age no. there's no fucking way girls bouncing on trampolines and now girls <laughs> bouncing on trampolines <laughs> oh my god <laughs> if you look like i remember thinking that show is so kick-ass and then oh. like and then I look back on it. I'm thinking, I'm I was such a fucking piece of shit. Do you remember the old <laughs> piano player guy who would just pour beer? Yeah, down the Ziggy his throat? Zuggy Ziggy Zuggy, like that and guy. He just dump. He just opens his throat and just and just dumps beer in his yeah. stomach. God damn Didn't it! Have to swallow it. He just man kinda... show. <laughs> I can't. I just. I fucking can't believe. I can't believe Jimmy Kimmel was able to, like. Yeah, he went from that 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 to what he's doing now to like probably like, a billionaire almost right, right now to what he's. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and now girls on trampoline. Anyway, <laughs> juggalos. Juggalos. No, I don't. Juggalos I don't I do. are what the fans fans of Insane Clown Posse, the rap oh, duo. Okay. That's what they call themselves. Is the fans uh, of that group? They're called juggalos. Okay. So every year they have the gathering of the Juggalos, which is a music festival centered around Insane Clown Posse and their ilk and their fans. Now, ICP, they're from Michigan, Uh right? Well, 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 they are having gathering of the Juggalos in Ohio this year. Uh Uh-oh. Now, a handful of my friends know all of my friends know I'm from Ohio. Michiganders and Ohioans uh, don't get along sometimes. Uh, when it comes to ICP, they seem to because they're all okay. they're all fucking just on the trash spectrum, mm-hmm. usually. And I say that, being considering myself to be white trash as well. But oh my god, I like it's just I looked at the lineup that's at the gathering of the Juggalos. Not only is ICP performing, there's a bunch of other 
like clown oriented <laughs> circus oriented rappers which is a thing <laughs> clown oriented i'm dead serious i know i've seen but they yeah. but they now have now you're bringing it up i'm like you know joe's right there are a few out there that put on the the it, get up it's yeah one of them is twisted twisted t w i a z t e d or whatever Oh God! Uh, the oh, shit. Why don't you throw so, up on the monitor I'm we have? About, fucking, oh, oh, we don't have monitors hanging up yet. Okay. The but what I I didn't know this. What what a lot of people don't know about ICP and Juggalos is that these are marginalized people that don't feel like they fit in anywhere. And that's something I didn't know when I like when they first came out, like the mid nineties, when I first realized who they were or knew knew what was going on. Had some friends of mine listening, like, this is fucking terrible. This is terrible hip hop. Like I was listening right. to decent hip hop at the time. It was like pop hip hop kind of shit. And like, this is fucking sure. terrible. And I never understood the attraction to it, although it is some of it is comical. Yes, it I, is. I mean they they can be funny. And that's what their um, job is, kind of be well, I mean, they are funny. literally clowns. Yes. So um Clowns can be scary, but I didn't. Yes, I'm aware. Uh, But years and years and years later, this was, you know, 15 years later. This is probably eight or nine years ago. I watched a mini documentary. It was like 15 or 18 minutes about the gathering of the Juggalos, which I knew was a thing, but I always heard was in like Southern Michigan or in Indiana. I think it was in Indiana for like 15 years or something. So this yearly festival whatever and this guy goes in and he's just he's just like doing documentary film work just interviewing people and asking them what you know you know what draws you to ICP like i have a family uh like m- my dad died of a drug overdose my mom's in jail i was raised by my older brothers i went to prison for 2 years da, da, da. i can't find a job da, da, da. but you know what if i go into a business and I'm wearing an ICP shirt, or they see my Hatchet Man tattoo, that person, if they're a fan, they recognize that, and I've gotten more help from other Juggalos than I have anyone in my entire life, including my family. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. And every story was very similar. They had that same kind of vein. Like, I come here, and I feel safe. I don't feel like I'm an outcast. The one guy's like, I... I used to listen to nothing but rap, but I also loved to skateboard. But my skateboard friends, the skateboarding guys, like they all listen to punk rock and they told me I was weird for this. And so like I never even fit in with those guys that are, you know, typically considered outcasts, you know. Okay. And so I'm just watching this. I'm going, God damn, I feel like a dick for all the years that I just shit on juggles. Of not knowing that. Yeah, because I didn't, I never really thought about it like that. But I, because so I know what it's like to not fit in. I think mm-hmm. we all kind of do to a certain extent. Some people more so than others, but those folks really don't fit in. They're like the outcasts of the outcasts of the outcasts. And they just kind of come together. But <laughs> it's still. Like the footage that they had from this is of of this like this mini documentary, I've gone back and watched it a few times. It's incredible what these people are doing. It's so like depraved, white trash wrestling game. Like they have wife beater competitions. Like like who has the nicest wife beaters and shit like that. Wow. But one of the performers, do you know who Cardi B is? Yes, Cardi yeah. B. Yeah. I was looking at the lineup for the gathering of the juggalos and i recognized like maybe three or four performers including i will say this chris hansen as in why don't you have a seat over there chris hansen <laughs> for real he's there wow he's doing a speaking thing there's a bunch of comedians that, that go right it's anyway one of the musical artists the rappers her name is lardy b and she is a gigantic white lady wow 
And I okay. I listened to a little bit of her music and it blew my fucking mind. Like she is not a good rapper, but god damn it if she doesn't like fit this very weird niche audience. But her name is Lardy B. Is she funny rapper? She's funny. She's funny. Okay. Yeah. She's in She's like just like I you know, just because I'm fat doesn't mean that I can't get down with your dick. Like just like what well, I was like, whoa. She's like I'm. I'll 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 eat I'll eat that dick like a steak dinner. That was when I I heard that I was like I gotta pause. I can't fucking handle anymore. This is one of the fucking funniest things ever. Lardy B, okay. go look for Lardy B. Pump up her numbers on Spotify, please, because that shit is so funny. Lardy so they're B. gonna be at this. Uh, she's gonna be. That's about part of the lineup. You're saying? Yeah, she's time. on the lineup, and it's like when it when is this? Uh... Uh, I think it's coming up here soon. Do you know someone that's going to um, go to it or something? Is that no, God, about? no, you fuck, just, no. You just brought it up because it's an interesting thing. I I just remember thinking it was funny, and I also have shit on and and shit talks juggalos on this show before, and I just wanted to like clear the air a little bit because somebody did bring it up. She so was like, "Why do you always got to fucking rag on the juggalos?" The juggalos? And like, because they they're, they're like distilled fucking trashiness. Yeah, but I also and in my older years, my elder years. I'm, you know, starting to realize that there's there's some usually there's more to a story than just what you see on the surface and I and I should know that as a mature adult but the older I get the I think the better I am at being objective and looking at that stuff. And the juggalos are just one that's just one one small example in my brain where I immediately dismissed an entire group of people because of the way that they look and act. Which you again people have done that with you and, and then absolutely. it makes you think about it. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Think of trash. We used to have these things at fraternity party. I never was a member of fraternity at Auburn, but we had we would have white trash parties. You ever heard of those? I we just called them parties. Okay. <laughs> yes. So they I'm, have they have nice yes, fraternity. I'm, I'm I'm aware of what the fucking white elites in the South do was, at, fr- it's, it's at fraternity so fu- parties. It's so they're like, up. oh, let's make fun of the poor people. Right. It's so fucked up. But it, but it, they were pretty good parties usually. So like, if you were driving or walking, white to... trash people know how to party. Right. So you it, get in costume, you get right. to party like them. Right. So instead of wearing your cocktail ring. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so when you would walk to or from class or whatever, past a couple of fraternity houses, like a Thursday afternoon, they would start getting ready. So they they'd be going to the junkyard. They'd throw refrigerators out in the front lawn and all kinds of old furniture and really, really trash up the place and go, oh, it's a white trash. Awesome. Really, just really butler it up. Yeah, yeah it's, that's all it was. <laughs> but you knew you could go there and they have all kinds of booze flowing and girls dressed trashy and all that kind of, it's like it was a good, they were great parties. <laughs> so I used to go. So awful, dude. Yeah, I know. So it's terrible. terrible. Yeah. But all I want to do is party then, so because I like that's to party. fine though. I and I've definitely done shit like that before. Like I had a country and western themed party at my house a million years ago, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I do remember one guy. Oh God, David! I can't fucking believe it. My buddy David, who lived there, borrowed chaps, and <laughs> guess what? He wore under his chaps nothing. Nothing. Right, right. You know, folks. Yeah, well, folks, the term "assless chaps" is not it's, a it's term. a it's a misnomer because it's, it's what they are. They're anyway. all at, all chaps are assless. They're supposed to be. Right. They they're they're literally just pant legs that fit over top of your pants. So you don't fuck them up when you're on a horse. Right. With, or dealing going with horses. Cactus yeah. and brush and all kinds. Exactly. Of crap. Yeah. And he's got these leather. He wore a jock strap, so at least he didn't have his he didn't have his cock and balls out. Right. So he had a jock strap on. So it was like this white jock. And then ass. his ass out, and I'm like, you fucking jerk off. God. <laughs> uh, okay. 
though from the lineup, the just the people I recognize, Chris Hansen, right? This is at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Uh, Kid and Play. <laughs> Remember them? Yes. Remember the house party guys? Yes. yes. Which didn't you say this is also this is a, this is like a fundraiser thing or something like that? Is no, there some kind of I, a thing? I don't I don't think no? it's a, I don't I, I don't know uh, about that. Uh, okay, Lardy B, <laughs> Stevo, Stevo from Jackass is going to be there performing That's stunts funny. presumably. Steve Reno, Steve Van- Vanilla Ice. Oh my God! Ice is be there. Wow, how old is he now? I don't care. He's older than me. Jesus, is old. he? Got to be old. Is he older? He than might you? not be older than me. I don't, I don't think know. he's that much. Might I, don't, be. I, I don't know. We might be our contemporaries. We might be contemporaries. And you never know. Is he still like doing that building houses stuff? Dude, I don't know. I don't keep tabs on Vanilla Fucking Really? Ice. You don't? I don't, dude. Did you ever see that where he was in Florida building houses? He's like a yeah, builder? He was, yeah, he was. <laughs> like a designer builder guy or something? I don't yeah, know. you know, he was uh, flipping houses, I think is what he was doing. Oh, okay. I don't think that. He wasn't a builder. He was just buying them up and pimping them out. Who's born October thirty first, nineteen sixty seven? Oh, he is a little younger than me. He was born in Dallas, Texas. Texas, raised in Miami. All right, personal Looking. Oh, he February twenty fifteen. Vanilla Ice was arrested and charged with residential burglary and grand theft after he allegedly stole furniture, a pool heater, bicycles, and other items from a Florida home that he believed to be vacant. He later accepted a plea deal. <laughs> if, if if it was vacant, why did you steal all their shit? Okay. He did 100 hours of community service. Oh, That's my hilarious. God. Yeah. Just, I wonder if he stole it for his, one of his projects, one of his show projects down there. Like, who knows, God dude? damn it. He, like, I, I still would like to hang out with Vanilla Ice. Like, like hey, man. Interesting, yeah. Re- hey, man, remember when you were in Ninja Turtles 2, <laughs> Secret of the Ooze? <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, is Can that, you do the ninja rap dance right now? He's like, I'll break my hip. I can't do it. <laughs> is there any more um, part of the lineup that you wanted to bring up that was going to that thing? No, I just okay. found it funny. And, like, I don't know where the Chris Hansen thing comes into play. That's, like, I almost, uh, that's what I, I thought was, like, for awareness of uh, a kid, you, child abuse or kid abuse. It or, could be something like that. It could be. Because I know that, like, people don't know it. Like, uh, oh, God. The fact that I even know who they are is, like, the two guys in ICP – is Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's... Those are Christian names. <laughs> Those guys, I know that they're um, they're big proponents of like anti-child abuse because they were both abused, like beat senseless and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, God. I just typed in Chris to type to Google Chris Hansen, mm-hmm. and it goes, Chris Gaines Vinyl. I forgot <laughs> I fucking searched for that because I was like, I was, I, honestly, I was looking for a Chris Gaines Vinyl record because I was going to give it to you for your birthday <laughs> a couple months ago, but they never pressed any of it on vinyl. There's a couple singles, and those are in the thousands of dollars. I still find it really odd that they have, whoever they is, I guess Garth Brooks has scrubbed the best he can mm-hmm. the internet of Chris Gaines Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they are just keeping it clean somehow. I think he's gonna come back sometime. as Chris? He's gonna make a huge comeback. <laughs> Chris Gaines comeback. I, That's why he's scrubbing to, so he can just bring it back and do a movie I like he wanted to do. Fucking hope not. I All really hope weird not. Shit. The I love when you bring up Chris Gaines in front of Chris Lay. He's his eyes light up. It's like <laughs> it's like two people in the know about something that no one else recognizes or understands. And you guys, he's like it's all into Chris Gaines. Because yeah, man, it was pretty good. Fucking great album. I love this song. And this song. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I love that man so much. But sometimes I'm just like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> 
It's like, and you said that you brought him up last night when we we're talking about emo. Right. So, like, yeah, he looks he, like emo. He definitely looked emo he, in the nineties. Played the part. He looked like two thousand five emo in nineteen ninety five. Yes. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out the like what the fuck is the. I just I don't understand why Chris Hansen I don't understand the the, the association. Yeah, what's the? Can you? Are you doing your quote? Yeah, a little bit, a little research. Oh, they're there. huge fans of to catch a predator. They just they're just big fans. So they oh. they. I wonder what Chris Han- Chris Gaines to come. Yeah, I mean Chris Chris Hansen, not Chris, Chris Hansen. Like we want. Wouldn't that be great if Chris Gaines performed <laughs> at the <laughs> gathering of the Juggalos? <laughs> If Chris Gaines oh God. performed at the Gathering of the Juggalos, but like with a hologram of Garth Brooks next to him, wouldn't be just I would fucking die. This is that would be one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> this is what we were now evolving at when we're getting out of COVID, maybe finally, and then now Chris Gaines erupts on the scene. Chris and- Gaines Chris Gaines is due for a comeback. <laughs> please, please, Chris Gaines, please. If you hear this, Chris, wink wink, Mr. Brooks. I don't remember if he um would ever speak was he like soft-spoken kind of on the mic i think so i don't know man i'm not you're the one who's a fan you know who would know chris chris fucking lay that's that's who would know chris Gaines. (laughs) folks for those of you that are new to the fucking story chris Gaines was the alter ego for one album of the alter ego of uh garth Garth Brooks. brooks in the 90s and he he just did goof that, uh, and there's the, a huge backstory behind the whole thing. Yes, like where he came from, Australia which, or something. Yeah, and, we we did this whole we we talked about him for like 45 minutes on the podcast. Dive. We did a ago. deep dive on it. And we're like, oh my god, you made they me watch to, a fucking YouTube documentary on Chris Gaines. They wanted to do a movie with it and all kinds he, of shit. Like he had all these very very high level, high very pretentious. Like Garth was like, look, buddy, you're fucking don't do that. Right, like don't you're Garth Brooks. You just you, sing, you don't need you to sing do this. Two pina coladas, dude. Yeah. Like don't don't fucking. He's a talented fucking performer. Performer. He no uh, question he, about uh, that. Absolutely a talented performer. I, I've seen him live, and he is incredible. But he must have been really bored doing his thing. You can imagine going from Garth. It's Brooks like that's to... what happens when Garth Brooks discovers weed. Like that, he's just <laughs> sit back and just like takes a drag off a joint. He goes. He probably had a dream about that like, or something. You know, what would be cool, man. <laughs> if I just didn't do country, change my name to. Chris Gaines got black hair and a soul patch, <laughs> and I write and, a story of like write, where I, like, whole backstory know. for all this character. When we turn it into a movie, what do you think, man? And then he just turns and realizes he's talking to his fucking dog, like <laughs> or like, a big like a throw pillow, yeah, or a three hour throw pillow <laughs> with his face on it. He's like, hey, oh man, that's a good idea. I'm gonna do that. Nobody's here to tell me not not to. I got all the money in the world. And then to hash it over again, so there was a a. a uh, Garth Brooks was a guest on Saturday Night Live in the it, musical guest. Garth Brooks was the the host. The ho- I'm sorry, the, he- the, the host. host. Yes, right. And on SNL, and Chris Gaines was the musical guest. It's so <laughs> it's so funny. If you have to you have to kind of dig for these interviews, but when you when there's a handful of interviews of cast members on SNL at the time, they were talking about how you when he was in costume for Chris Gaines, you couldn't refer to him as Garth or Mr. Brooks. Yeah. You had to refer to him as Mr. Gaines. Right. And he had like a fake accent. <laughs> and the only reason I even think it's even more funny because it's my last name. And I think George Schobler, my friend back in Atlanta, was the one who told me about Chris Gaines. Like he somehow he heard about it early, early on. And I went before it became and a I joke. saw the album cover and I couldn't pick that's a really interesting guy. What what the who is this guy? Who's this dark Came and on the, brooding country and then, guy? And then you look at it and you go, I guess you, yeah, you can kind of get get uh, a really skinny looking Garth Brooks out of it, but you gotta really squint your eyes. 
as it looks like. Because he's looking at you through a black wig. Yeah, half his hair is hanging out. Oh emo my fashion, God. straight. Very much so. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, let's never talk about I Chris can't, Gaines I, yeah, again. Yeah, you know what, though? It's it's a, it's such a funny running joke because the Chris Gaines, like, the whole, with the backstory and how he wanted to make movies out of it, I'm like, get the fuck oh, out of here. When the Swillers ask for requests next time, we know where we're going to go. I, I, yell out. I think I would shit if they played a Chris Gaines song. Not that I would know. They right. could write their own song, and it could be great, and be like, yeah, this is Chris Gaines. You want to know else why you're not going to ever know? Because you look up, you can't find their fucking songs on the internet That's anywhere. true, yeah. Again, Garth has Garth Brooks is, is like, he's one of the last holdouts to, um, uh, when it comes to streaming. Like, he just refuses can to do it. buy Pink Chris Floyd did that for, for, yeah, they did. for years. So did Tool. Yeah. Um, can you buy Chris Gaines music online? Can you buy it? I don't know, man. I've <laughs> why never, don't I've you like, know like, why, don't, why don't I know? Because I don't listen to Chris Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so obsessed with my own last name that I just want to listen to. And and you made some comment a while back about uh, what is it, Paula? Not Paula. Uh, what what are the games? The the house flippers or whatever in in Georgia? Aren't they in Georgia? It's well, a TV two, show. Oh, those two gay guys. Oh no, the no, games. The, the, they're they're in uh, Texas. Okay. It's a it's a what is his uh, Bob and Doug Gaines? No, it's no, not a, it's a oh my god, what is his name? Chip, he he kind of chip, chip that's chip. right. Yeah, you're he like kind of looks like me a little you, bit. You like, well, everybody in the South looks like this, looks like each other, buddy. Like a, they, with a big Charlie yeah, Brown head, big and... Charlie Brown head. They all listen to ICP or Chris Gaines or both, <laughs> both simultaneously. So I made a comment about them about what. They yeah, you text about. me like, oh yeah, da, 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 like uh, what are other Gaines, famous Gaines, and you drop that, you drop them. I'm like, I don't Joanne, know, so Joanna, Joanna, Joanna Chip and Chip and Chip Joanna, Joanna, yeah, Gaines. I'm like, I don't fucking know who that is. Like. The house people, the Discovery Channel, they're like, no, dude, I'm not obsessed with my own last name. I know that there's, like, Bob Feller was a a pitcher, I think, mm-hmm. or a baseball player, but that's not even actually my name. Right. I don't know anybody with the last name of Fellers that isn't in my family. Like, I've I've heard, somebody told me that there was a guy, a cop in Bullhead City with the last name of Fellers. My buddy Ryan told me that. Mm-hmm. But I've never m- seeked him out. Like, did I, did fucking, I tell but you're you obsessed of, with gains. Okay, speaking of gains. Like he t- uses gain laundry detergent. Yes, that's he right. He buys multiple dog of them, food. so he has, I got I just, my gains. I don't even have a dog. I buy gains dog food. I <laughs> gains dog food. <laughs> that's what I've told someone before. I met someone at a, uh, this is when I was really running around in Buckhead when it was actually a bar trying to place. Trying to get into some girl's pants. Like, oh, yeah, like, what's yeah, your name, whatever. And he, I said, and then someone would say something. I said, you know, it's it's a family. It's part of our family. It's the gains dog just, Kind of a funny thing to say. The but heir yeah, to the Gaines dog food what, fortune. Really? Yeah. It's just I don't like I don't tell many people about it because it's I don't even have a dog right now. I just <laughs> fucking funny. I don't even have a dog. So you know uh, what's the uh, Robert? Well, not Robert. Excuse me. Um, oh, Twilight Zone. Okay. What was the host? What's the guy's name? Oh I said Robert, God! It's not Robert. What the fuck is it? Rod name? Serling. Rod Serling. Thank yeah. you. Um. So my father's name is Robert Gaines. Mm-hmm. Okay. And did we talk about this at all? And there was a, there was a, uh, he owned a glider. You have to remember this. A glider model. It was called a, a Phoebus. Okay. By a bull cow. Doesn't matter the name. But the glider is called a Phoebus. Like they're different names. That's a Cirrus. And that's a, the, he owned a glider years ago called a Phoebus. And he was in the Air Force. Uh, he was a captain. Captain Robert Gaines. I thought it was Captain Robert Gaines. Fine. So I'm watching Twilight Zone. God knows why. In the middle of the night one time. Because... Because that's how you get back to sleep. Exactly. And there was an episode where they had a launch 
of a it was during the moon race and all this stuff. But there was a launch of a of a crew that went around and they or the, the story was they orbited around and they landed and the world is different. You know, it's good. okay. It's, that's what the Twilight Zone. Yeah, know? of course. That's not what the, the thing about. It. So they're launching the uh, whatever it is, and the captain, the space guy on it, is Captain Robert Gaines. Oh wow! And I went what? And I thought I dreamt it when I woke up. And then I went back and looked it up, and actually it was an episode, and it was there. And the capsule that he floated around in was called the Phoebus. Wow. Now, this is before the Phoebus was actually made, but my father had a glider called a Phoebus that he would fly around in. It was a captain in the Air Force, Robert Gaines. It was a captain, Robert Gaines, in the Twilight Zone. Did anybody ever... Did you tell your dad that? Like, did he yeah. know about this? Like, I did, told him, did, yeah. Did yeah. anybody else ever put that together? Yeah, well, that's kind of weird. And I went, that, wait a minute. You don't just keep, you don't just, that should be really blow you away. Because the space. I like how you were upset <laughs> at your dad's reaction that it wasn't, there's like, this is a, this is a tremendous moment. Right. Do you not understand the gravity of this? I think I did ask. I said, I wonder if they got your name from the Air Force. Like, they just happened to be on a roster somewhere and they, they picked it out. And he goes, hey, they probably did. Maybe. You never know. And he just kept working on his glider or something like that. And I'm going, Dad, and the capsule that he was flying in that you used to have was called a Phoebus. Dad, this is fucking weird. It was a Twilight Zone kind of thing yeah, happening. In, yes, in real life. Because that already it was in the 50s when that thing was made. And the Phoebus wouldn't even didn't exist right then. My dad was in the Air Force in the 50s. So I'm going. And your dad just was like, he, eh. didn't, he, he was, was like, totally oh, nonplussed whatever. about it. Not. Right. It reminds me of uh, that Tom Segura bit. You remember in his stand-up where um, he... Oh, where things are amazing, they found, really no, shouldn't he, be amazing no, or something. He found, no, no, oh. no. He found, he found a guy's wallet, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was left behind in a hotel room or something, if I remember correctly. Okay. He, either way, he found this guy's wallet, and he's like, I kept it with me in case I ran into him, Right. But it was in Washington D.C. where he, where you know, he done a, done a stand-up thing there and whatever. Found this wallet, went around the country for like a year, right? How did he know he later, ran into? I mean, what, what is he's he like? Doing? You never know. He was. He's like, this is. He's like, early on in my career when I gave a shit about other human beings. Like that's <laughs> that's what he that's what he said. So he didn't do a search. He, he just knew what the guy looked like. He knew what the guy looked like because he, he had how his old ID he was and, how, and all you know, that stuff. A couple of cards and all that stuff. And said, okay, if I recognize I, someone that looks like him, I, and he goes, I found a business card in there with a, a man's name with the it was a you know man's first name and the same last name as the guy's ID. Mm. So I saw. So well, maybe that's his dad or a brother or something. So I called that. I said, "Hey, uh, this is Tom. Uh, I'm a comedian. I found this wallet. This is the person's name. Are you related to them? Yeah, that's my son. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit." <laughs> oh God! And then hung up on him. And I was like, "Then he goes, well, fuck it. I, well, that that sucks. Well, that's a that's a dead end. Yeah. And there was no other identifying shit in there, so he kept it with him. And then he went. He brought or he kept it. The next time he went back to Washington D.C., he made sure to bring that wallet with him. So then he goes to a restaurant." Right, and then his I can't remember the guy's name. We'll call it Chip Gaines. We'll just say his name is actually we'll say his name is Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines, like that's yeah. his name. Like right. and he goes, uh, and and like guy walks up, and it's one of those restaurants. Like actually, it says da 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 from so and so like area, right? It, like their name tag. Oh, he saw it said it said you know his name is uh, Chris from fucking Buffalo, New York or something, okay. right? Sure. And then he's like, "Are you Chris Gaines?" And he's like, "Yeah." Are you serious? Like, it's such a gave him an address. He's like, "How do you know that?" I used to live there. He goes, "Dude, I have your wallet." He goes, "Okay, no, 
No, you left it. I was, I, was, and... I was at this place and I found it. And, you know, like a year ago, the last time I was here doing stand-up, and I, have, I, I tried calling him. I think it was your dad. And he's like, yeah, I don't really talk to my dad. Uh, do you want to, like, when are you off work, man? Like, I got a gig in a couple hours. When I'm done with that, we can meet up in my hotel room and I'll give you your wallet back. Like, and he's like, okay. <laughs> and totally hadn't, just didn't. Totally like, did. Hey, and, uh... Tom, and Tom Segura tells it so much better than me. And. It's just very deadpan. Didn't give a shit, and so like a gig goes and they swap numbers, or whatever. And guy guy goes and Chris Gaines or whatever went yeah. and visited him. He's like, "Here you go." He's like, "Thanks, man," and just walked away. He's like, "Do you not recognize the gravity of this situation? Like how <laughs> weird it is that I've had this wallet." And he's like, "I mean, it's cool." And he's like, "And then and whatever, man. Like just brushed it off." So he's like, you know what? Your dad was right. You are a piece of shit. Fuck you. And then slammed the hotel door. And he's like, and that's why I don't do nice things for people anymore. <laughs> fucking Chris Gaines. All right. I think that's all we got for today, that folks. Is, we apologize. We are enough. We've had enough. You've had enough. We've all had enough. We've all had enough. I've had it up to here with Chris Gaines. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. And Chris, if you don't dress up like Chris Gaines for emo night. Oh, man. <laughs> this is coming up. A, and when's emo in November? Is that right? This, uh, it's a October, late October. It's that's October, right, October twenty yeah. something or other. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, folks. All right. That's it. Bye. Bye.